Local news, national news, even feel-good news. Delivering the topics that are relevant to you. That's why I listen to Joe. He covers it all. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Well, just as we uh, come on the air here this afternoon, we are following that breaking news out of Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, at UNLV, the University of Nevada at Las Vegas, uh, there has been a mass shooting there. We're now told that there have been three victims. The extent of the injuries are unknown. The shooter is dead. It's believed to be a single shooter. Uh, and I, I hate to say this, but at least it's only three victims. I know that sounds terrible to say that. But I felt a sense of relief when they said three victims. I don't know. Laurel, do you remember? And I, and I know you're there with us. The, the morning of the Pulse nightclub terror attack. And I remember, you know, we were reporting, you know, there was eight or nine victims, something along that line. And then Mayor Buddy Dyer steps in front of the microphones and he holds his news conference. Do you remember that moment? I do. It, it, it's seared into my mind because I gasped the same way the whole crowd gasped. We all you did. You audibly hear the gasp from hundreds of people when he announced the total death toll. Because he just nonchalantly says the death toll has risen to 50. And I know we're all like, I'm sorry, did he say 15? Because 15 would have been high. And and when he said 50, we were like, holy smokes, did... I mean, did he just say 50 people? Now, uh, of course, we know that 50 at, at that point, that number included the shooter whose name I have conveniently forgotten and I have no need to recall his name. Uh, but but 50 just knocked everybody's socks off. So to hear that there are, quote, only three victims in Nevada... And, and not at a higher number is, is ah, man, again, I hate to say it, but I feel a sense of relief. And, and so far, the victims are injured. We don't know the extent of the injuries, but the only dead person is said to be the shooter. The suspect is dead. And three people are injured. And then I, I had to go back and look up the other mass shooting that happened in Las Vegas, the, the Route 91 Harvest Music Festival shooting <clears throat> that happened in 2017. 60 people were killed in that shooting. 413 were wounded. Now, some of those injuries, not that it's neither here nor there, but some of those injuries were people that got trampled in the the aftermath of the shooting. But a lot of those injuries were people who got shot and, and got hit by shrapnel and bullets and everything else. Uh, but 60 people were killed in that. 61 if you count the shooter, which I don't. Uh, even though that shooting happened in 2017, of the 60 dead includes somebody who died in 2019 and somebody who died in 2020. Uh, those were people who succumbed to their injuries a year or two later, three year, three years later. Um, so just terrible. It, you know, it's terrible that we are at a point in our society where we wipe our brow and say, oh, my goodness, thank goodness, only three people have been shot. Three people shot at a school used to be a pretty big number <clears throat> until Columbine, right? I mean, Columbine was the pivot point, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, at least in, in my lifespan, Columbine was when we really started to understand what a mass shooting was. I, I know that there were shooting incidents prior to that, terrorist attacks prior to that. But I think as far as civilian incidents and schools, Columbine was the, uh, was the turning point. The University of Nevada, Las Vegas, uh, <laughs> Laurel and I have a bit of a running joke, uh, not to make light of this, but... Every time a story pops up in the news, I always turn to Laurel and say, oh, I used to live there. And when this happened, what did I say? I used to live there. I used to live there. You've lived everywhere. I have. I, I've been everywhere, man. Uh, and I used to live in Las Vegas. In fact, my, my ex-wife graduated from UNLV. Jimmy Kimmel graduated from UNLV. Uh, it is a huge campus. It, it's very sprawling. 
covers a lot of ground, a lot of territory. And at this hour, the sheriff's deputies are are going, uh, you know, building by building, room by room, door by door, checking to make sure that there aren't any additional victims. They don't have any reason to believe that there are any additional suspects. Uh, they believe that there was only one suspect and that one suspect is dead. They believe that there is no further threat to the community, uh, either at UNLV or anywhere else in Las Vegas. Though they did, as you, Laurel, reported, they have a ground stop or they had a ground stop. I don't know if it's still in effect at what is now the uh, Harry Reid. It used to be McCarran International Airport, uh, but the the uh, Nevada grifter Harry Reid uh, managed to get the airport named after him, the the uh, former Democratic senator from Nevada uh, who left the United States Senate <clears throat> after getting beaten up uh, by his uh, gym equipment. At least that was the official story. Uh, there are others who believe that Harry Reid was beaten up by uh, a person or multiple people, but again, neither here nor there, if I can use that twice in one uh, one monologue here. Uh, but we'll continue to monitor the latest out of Las Vegas for you. And if we get any, any any additional information, you'll be able to hear it live here on WDBO. And if there are any uh, uh, news conferences from Nevada officials, we'll bring that to you live as well. Now, tonight, later tonight, is going to be the last of the Republican debates before the Iowa caucuses. So this is going to be the fourth Republican debate and the last debate before voting gets underway, before the the first in the nation voting, which is the Iowa caucuses, which is about six weeks away. So tonight, that is going to be at the campus at the University of Alabama, which, by the way, Laurel. Did you used to live there? I did. <laughs> I used to live in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which is where the University of Alabama is. Oh, my gosh. This is ridiculous how many places I have lived. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. I could even tell you what Roll Tide means. I can tell you why the elephant is their mascot. I, mean, I, 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 I could tell you all those things. I'm not going to. It's not relevant. It's not germane. Uh, but the debate is going to be 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight, a two-hour debate. Only four candidates on stage. Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie. Chris Christie, and I was thinking about this today because I I heard, I was listening to Brian Kilmeade uh, earlier this morning, as I always do. I love to listen to WDBO. I, comma, like you, comma, am a WDBO listener. I listen pretty much all day. Even when I'm not on, I listen. And I was listening to Kilmeade earlier this morning, and he was talking about Chris Christie kind of being the anti-Trump. You know what Chris Christie is? Chris Christie is the upside-down world Donald Trump. And again, Laurel, can you explain what I mean by that to everybody? Do, do you know what I mean by that if I say the upside-down world, Donald Trump? Like Stranger Things? Exactly. Okay. So, like Stranger Things. Or or I think even in the Superman world, isn't there, uh, isn't there an upside-down in the Superman world? I believe so, yeah. yeah like something Bizarro Superman. Yeah. Right. right. So, he's, so Chris Christie is Bizarro Donald Trump. So he is, he is the anti-Trump. He is the the antidote to Trump. He is the Trump detractor in chief. Uh, Chris Christie is there for one reason and one reason only, and that is to be the pit bull attack dog against Donald Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy, on the other hand, is mini me Donald Trump. He is trained by Donald Trump. He is by proxy Donald Trump. He's Donald Trump light. Donald Trump wannabe. So we have the upside down world Donald Trump. We have the Donald Trump wannabe. Then we have the guy who wouldn't be our governor if not for Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis. I mean, even, you know, y'all know how I feel about Donald Trump and y'all know how I feel about Ron DeSantis. But I'll be the first to admit that Ron DeSantis was on on path to lose uh, his first term uh, as Florida's governor. And, and he was going to lose to a guy that we now know was a, a crackhead and, and uh, had all kinds of other issues going on. 
And then we have Nikki Haley. And she is, uh, I, 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 don't have a, I don't have a way to compare her to Donald Trump. She's not the upside down Donald Trump. She's not the attack dog Donald Trump. She's not the bizarro Donald Trump. She's not, her only connection to Donald Trump is that Donald Trump selected her as the ambassador to the United Nations, where most people would say she did a good job. And I have seen that that um, Ron DeSantis has multiple times now challenged Nikki Haley to a one-on-one debate. I would like to see that. I would like to see I, okay, because it uh, after seeing and I did watch most of the DeSantis Gavin Newsom debate. I thought it was terrible. It was hard to watch, uh, and it was exactly what I thought. Gavin Newsom was all flash. Gavin Newsom is incredibly polished, and Ron DeSantis has the same problem that Mark Zuckerberg has, and that is I'm not entirely sure he's human. He might be alien. He might be a robot. I'm not sure, but Ron DeSantis really struggles with making human connections, and it comes through on TV. You know, I like how he manages. I like how he governs. But dang, that guy is just not good at campaigning. He's bad, bad, very bad at campaigning. Uh, and I think, you know, Nikki Haley is, is you know, looking better and better to that end uh, every day. But here's, here is also what I was thinking about today when I was listening to Brian Kilmeade. See, I fully believe that Joe Biden didn't win the 2020 election. Now, don't misunderstand me. By saying that I don't believe that Joe Biden won the 2020 election, I don't mean that the 2020 election was stolen. And I'm not going to relitigate that. But I don't believe that Joe Biden won the 2020 election. I believe that Donald Trump lost the 2020 election. I believe that Donald Trump became so despised, so hated by everybody so many American voters that they voted for Joe Biden as a vote against Donald Trump. And that's what I mean that Joe Biden didn't win. It was Donald Trump that lost. Now, I'm going to make a prediction for the next presidential election next year. If Joe Biden and Donald Trump are the representatives of the Democrat and Republican parties respectively, I believe we're going to have the exact opposite result. I don't think Donald Trump is going to win the election. I think Joe Biden is going to lose it. I think it, I go back to bizarro world, uh, to up the, the upside down world, and that is Joe Biden, as you well know, did not campaign leading up to 2020. He hid out in his basement. He wasn't properly vetted. The American people didn't get the opportunity to see how mentally uh, incapacitated he is, how cognitively incapacitated he is. And at that point, America had had enough of Donald Trump. Well, I should say enough of America had enough of Donald Trump. That they were willing to just go vote for anybody but Donald Trump. So I think the opposite is going to be true this time. If it is Trump versus Biden in the next election, I think people now hate Biden so much that even if they hate Donald Trump, they will pinch their nose and vote for Donald Trump and Donald Trump will become the next president And it won't be because Donald Trump won. It'll be because Joe Biden lost. So I think we're going to have the reverse election to what we had last time with the reverse or opposite results. This time, Trump will take the White House. Biden will lose. That is if they are both the party representatives. What do you guys think? Do you you think I'm on to something here? Or do you think I'm absolutely full of it? Could go either way. (laughs) Ha ha ha. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Coming up next, all the stories that you missed while you're at work today, including talking about stealing an election. 
a number of Republicans are settling charges against them for trying to cheat for Donald Trump in 2020. We'll have that for you coming up next. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's News and Talk. Stepping out of the office elevator and into today's top stories. Here's what you missed while you were at work. All right, it was a busy news day today. Norman Lear is dead. He was 101 years old. He was a TV writer and producer uh, from back in the day. He did Archie Bunker, Fred Sanford, Maude, uh, George Jefferson. Again, he was 101 years old. So more power to him for being 101 years old. Uh, the U.S. government charges four Russian soldiers with war crimes for torturing an American in Ukraine. The uh, Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, announces he will retire this month, weeks after his ouster as House Speaker. Uh, authorities respond to an active shooter near Beam Hall at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Uh, that was uh, it started about two hours ago. Uh, also, Representative James Comer and Jim Jordan threatened to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress uh, because he refuses thus far to testify uh, in a closed door deposition before uh, testifying publicly. A Nevada grand jury indicts six Republicans who acted as fake electors in a scheme intended to overturn Biden's 2020 election win. For all of those who believe that the Democrats cheated, this is a case of Republicans cheating uh, to try to overturn the election. But wait, there's more. Pro-Trump electors in Wisconsin have settled a lawsuit agreeing to withdraw their inaccurate filings. They now acknowledge that Joe Biden won the presidency. They will now not serve as presidential electors in 2024 or in any election where Trump is on any ballot. Uh, again, that's not me making that up. That's stuff that happened in court today. Those are stories that took place today. 844-580-WDBO. You can use the open mic and the WDBO app. Coming up next, we're going to take your calls and open mic comments uh, about uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden and whether or not uh, Donald Trump uh, is going to be the lesser of two evils. Uh, I truly, truly believe that the only reason why Joe Biden got elected, uh, and uh, I don't buy the stolen election, uh, we're not going to relitigate the stolen election. If you want to just scream and yell that the, the election was stolen, uh, then sc- scream and yell at the wall in your house. Don't scream and yell at me because uh, we're not going to relitigate that. We're already moving forward with our lives. Uh, but uh, I, I do believe that that Donald Trump was the, the, the American voters thought that Donald Trump was the greater of the two evils. I think this time they'll think Joe Biden is the greater of two evils. And this time, Joe Biden will lose the election if, and I still think it's a pretty big if, if Donald Trump and Joe Biden are their party's respective nominees. More of your calls and comments coming up straight ahead. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580, Orlando's news and talk. In-depth segments on topics that matter to Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. I love your show every night. You're doing great, bud. There's a lot of additional calls coming in that students hunker down. They're afraid. They're scared. Our officers are going unit by unit, building by building with the uh, the, the university police and the rest of the police officers, firefighters, EMS, and making sure that we don't have any additional victims and or subjects. The sheriff there of the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department after they have a mass shooting there on the campus of UNLV in Las Vegas uh, this afternoon. Uh, Three victims, we're told. And as I said at the top of the hour, it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame that I that I feel a sense of relief that there's only three victims because I'll tell you that after the Pulse nightclub terror attack, uh, I I always brace for the worst, uh, the worst, the worst. I always brace for the worst uh, because when when Mayor Buddy Dyer stepped forward and you know we'd only had to, uh, reports of a handful of deaths and then he suddenly just dropped it and said, hey, there's 50 people that are dead. Uh, I mean, that just suddenly, you know, blew up. I mean, it just, it just became, 
so horrible so quickly, at least as far as the reporting on that went. And and then, of course, the shooting in Las Vegas in 2017, uh, 60 people were killed and 413 people were injured in that shooting. Uh, so it is uh, it's sad and tragic that we're at a point at which uh, when we hear reports that only three people are dead, uh, I hate to say that's good news, uh, but thank goodness the death toll wasn't even higher than that. So President Joe Biden last night tells donors that that he likely would not be running for reelection if Donald Trump wasn't also in the race. Now, that was an off script moment. And as you might imagine, as they have to do time and time again, the team Biden had to walk back that comment some and try to offer a clarification on that. Uh, is, so they've kind of walked that back, but, but clearly, uh, I think he was onto something. I don't, I don't think that Joe Biden would be running for reelection if Donald Trump wasn't doing so well and wasn't running for, for his own reelection, if you will. And uh, if you missed the, my uh, monologue a little while ago, uh, my belief is that in 2020, uh, people, uh, the, enough of the American electorate, enough American voters had enough of Donald Trump. They were finished with Donald Trump and they voted. They went to the polls not to vote for Joe Biden, but to vote against Donald Trump. Well, I think it's going to be flipped entirely opposite this time. If Trump and Biden are the representatives of their respective parties on the ballot, I think more people are going to go to the polls fed up with Joe Biden and they're going to vote for Donald Trump this time. So I, 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 I think that Joe Biden didn't win in 2020. And I think that Donald Trump really won't win in 2024. But Donald Trump will be the president because enough people will go to the polls to, to vote against Joe Biden. Uh, the, the lesser of two evils, if you will. Donald Trump did not lose the election because Americans did hate him. Any American that hates Donald Trump's an idiot. Joe Biden. And- I, I, you know, I'm, I, I can't even listen to the rest of that. There, there, there are plenty of people uh, with whose opinion I fully disagree with. Fully disagree with. I don't look at the the opposition party as idiots. All right, there are plenty of smart people that are Democrats. Uh, you know, just as uh, you know, when I look at at my faith. There are plenty of smart people that don't share the same faith that I do. I don't look at them as if they're idiots. They're not the enemy. They just don't have the same ideals that I have. Hey, Joe, I'm so glad you're well. Thank you. You sound great. Thank you. Um, I just want to say, I am in great fear that what happened in the last election and. Um, the messing with the election will happen again. Trump should and will be president if we had a legitimate election this time. And I think there's a lot of people who feel the same way as you. And that scares the heck out of me, because what happens if what happens if it is Joe Biden versus Donald Trump? And what happens if Joe Biden wins? What happens if Joe Biden wins the Electoral College vote? Even if, if Donald Trump wins the popular, the, the popular election, if, but if Joe Biden wins the Electoral College, what are, what are Trump fans going to do? If you, don't th- if you think the 2020 election was stolen and Trump loses again, And you think the next election is going to be stolen, which Donald Trump, by the way, himself has already said multiple times that he thinks the the next election could be stolen. How do we convince then? How would we convince? How would America be convinced that it wasn't a stolen election? Because if you think the last one was stolen, which clearly people do. How in the world are you going to react if Joe Biden wins in the next election? I'm not going to lie. That scares me a little bit as to how some people might react. You know, I like you and all, but I don't, I don't understand what you mean by America had enough of Donald Trump. America needs Donald Trump. We didn't get enough of Donald Trump. 
In four years, he practically straightened our country out. Another four years, we would have been perfect. Right. So I'm not in that in that sense. I'm not sharing my opinion. I'm reading the electorate. Okay. And in in 2020, people got fed up with Donald Trump. Enough people got fed up with Donald Trump that they either stayed home, not casting a vote, or they went to the polls expressly to vote for anybody but Trump to vote for Joe Biden. Again, I, you know, people aren't out there waving big Joe Biden banners. <laughs> I, I, I know people that sell Trump merchandise. And in the interest of capitalism and earning money and the almighty dollar, they tried, they tried selling Biden and Kamala Harris merch. And it didn't sell. There are not Joe Biden fans out there. But if the Trump supporters, if, if, if people who would have otherwise voted for Trump, who weren't fed up with Trump, if they stay home or if they go cast a vote for anybody but Trump, that's where Trump will lose the election. Joe, I think you're right. If they both run for their parties, then Donald Trump will end up being president and Joe Biden will be losing. However, that is a big if. I don't think he has the ability or stamina to actually run again. And I'm talking, of course, about Joe Biden. Yeah, they've just got to keep him alive. They've they've got to keep him alive and they got to keep him from making a fatalistic gaffe. I mean, he's made plenty of gaffes and, and it's laughable to me. It is beyond laughable to me. The idiocracy of the network media trying to show that Donald Trump is somehow in cognitive decline. Look, I'll be the first to tell you, we're all in varying stages of cognitive decline. It's called growing older. Okay, so we're all dealing with certain amounts of memory loss and confusion. We've all gotten up off the couch before and walked into the room next, you know, to the to 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 the next room in the house and and stop and think, damn it, what was I coming in here for? We're all in varying stages of cognitive decline, but it is laughable to suggest that Donald Trump is in a greater cognitive decline than Joe Biden is. I mean, Joe Biden is mush mouth and mush for brains. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, he gets some things wrong from time to time. And uh, and I accept that. Uh, and, you know, getting things wrong from time to time, again, is going to be acceptable from anybody. But but Joe Biden is a mess. Joe Biden is. And I, 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 I watched my my ex-father-in-law. Uh, go through Alzheimer's. And I've seen up close what it looks like when someone starts uh, the, the, the long sunset. And Joe Biden is in that process. Joe Biden is sunsetting. And he is in a steep cognitive decline. And he's got to survive one more year to be valid on a ballot. And that's it. All he has to do is survive one more year. Get reelected in his mind, get reelected in in his what's left of his mind, feeble mind, get reelected and then let the Democratic Party take over from there. Kamala Harris or whoever is going to be uh, is going to be president. Eight, four, four, five, eight, zero WDBO. It's eight, four, four, five, eight, zero, nine, three, two, six. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. Wait till you hear what this Arizona sheriff has to say about what these illegal aliens are getting as they cross the border. A $5,000 gift card? Y'all are going to have kittens when you hear this. we got the details coming up next. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. News, weather, traffic, all the things you want on your drive home. Plus, Joe Kelly being, well, Joe Kelly. 
Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. 844-580-WDBO. You can hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. The fourth presidential debate, Republican presidential debate, is going to be held tonight, 8 till 10 p.m. It'll be broadcast on News Nation, simulcast on the CW. Uh, we will not air it here on WDBO as we do not have the broadcast rights to be able to air it, but... Tune in tomorrow morning and you'll hear all the highlights on Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez. In the meantime, we're talking about uh, you know, what what it's going to look like if it's a Biden versus uh, um, Donald Trump here in the in the presidential election. I'm amazed to see how people really don't understand how different parties have different thoughts, ideas that they believe in. Take the guy, for instance, that says that Donald Trump straightened out the country in four years. Well, that's from a Republican point of view. From a Democrat, he destroyed it. And then the vice versa now to where we think Joe Biden destroyed it. Yeah, people are very myopic. Uh, they, they, they live in their silos and they, they only talk to people who share their opinions. Uh, they, they look down upon people who don't share their opinions, uh, which puts me in a bit of a pickle because I'm not one of those people. And, and if you're looking for a talk radio host, uh, that is going to be part of an echo chamber and repeat everything that you want to hear all the time. You're not going to like me because I don't have that kind of allegiance. I don't, I don't sit in a silo. I don't, uh, I, I am, yes, a registered Republican. Uh, and I have voted for Donald Trump twice. And if he is the party's nominee, I will certainly vote for him again because there's no possible scenario under which I will vote for Joe Biden, period, end of sentence. I'm no Mitt Romney. Uh, that is insane to vote for, for Joe Biden. But, I, but I, I, I step outside the silo and I'm able to objectively uh, look at the candidates and objectively look at the issues. And I can tell you that I, I know plenty of people uh, plenty of very smart, very learned, very educated people on the left and the right. And yes, just because someone has a different ideology, just because someone has a, a different idea how to solve problems uh, doesn't make them my enemy. They may make them your enemy, but they don't they're not my enemy. They might be my opposition, uh, but they are not my enemy, and uh, and I certainly don't hate them for having an opinion other than mine. I don't hate Biden voters. Uh, I just, I just don't. And if you do, I I feel bad for you. I really do. That if, that if that if you get so caught up in it, there are things in this life other than politics. Uh, there are things in this life. You know, go home and hug your kids. Go home and hug your wife. Uh, go fishing. Go do something else. Enjoy yourself. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Now, from the Bogan Munns and Munns WDBO Traffic Center, auto accident, choose Bogan Munns and Munns. Well, we're just a couple of minutes away from 6 o'clock, and we still have lots of brake lights out there into downtown I-4 westbound from Princeton to the 408 eastbound, and that continues on as you travel eastbound to 436. Uh, more delays, I-4 westbound from Sand Lake to 535, and then from, it looks like now from just about Osceola Parkway. So we're getting more crowded here on I-4 westbound between Osceola Parkway into Champions Gate. Eastbound is heavy, of course, past those Disney exits, then approaching the Turnpike, then Kaylee to Amelia, Parr to Lee, and it's been a particularly heavy weekend, or <laughs> drive, I'm sorry, this afternoon uh, as you make your way past Longwood through Lake Mary and up to the bridge. From the WDBO Triple Team Traffic Center, I'm Paul Cross. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's news and talk. Connected to our community. Talk local issues and events with Joe Kelly. Use the open mic in the WDBO app and let Joe know what interests you. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. All right, here's a crazy story out of Ohio. An Ohio woman is now convicted uh, of assault after she threw a burrito bowl at a Chipotle employee. She has been sentenced to spend the next two months working at a fast food restaurant. How in the heck is that? How is that? How is that? How is that fair? How is that right? 
the judge handed down the unusual sentence after reconsidering his initial order of 90 days in jail. In addition to two months working at a fast food restaurant, the 39-year-old woman will still have to serve 30 days of the original 90-day sentence. So she has to spend two months working at a fast food joint and 30 days behind bars for attacking Chipotle uh, workers with a burrito bowl. She threw a burrito bowl. You ever been so angry that you wanted to throw a burrito bowl at somebody? No, no, I haven't either. <laughs> it's never crossed my mind. People, this is what I'm getting at from the last hour. What people, people are so damn uptight about everything. Y'all need to just chill out, relax, man. Probably should have eaten that burrito bowl. They Eat, probably would have chilled out. Right, a little bit. you're hangry, man. Come on, I just do not understand where this rage comes from. I don't understand where this anger comes from. As I'm angry, I'm not. See, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. It just blows my mind where people get off. I mean, where. For Pete's sake. And then I'm sorry, but to sentence someone to work as a fast food worker implies that fast food work is punishment. I mean, that is an insult to everybody that works at Chipotle. It's an, And by the way, I'd like to point out that Chipotle is not technically fast food. Chipotle is what's called fast casual. And there is a difference between fast food and fast casual. Um, anyhow... I think that's insulting, and I think the judge should be ashamed of uh, himself. Timothy Gilligan is the judge. Judge Gilligan uh, handed down the sentence. I think Judge Gilligan should be ashamed because, again, it implies that working at a fast food restaurant is is punishment. And, and that's insulting to fast food employees. Uh, I have never worked at a fast food restaurant in my life. I've never worked at a restaurant in my life. Laurel, you've been a server before. I have, yes. Now, you kind of got out of serving before uh, human behavior really, really has gotten ugly. Well, nobody ever threw anything at me, really. So that's that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some bad, bad instances. But yeah, I never got a burrito bowl thrown at me. So. Yeah. You get the lousy tippers and, yeah. and the lousy after church crowd. That, yeah. That, that, yeah. Some that, drunk people, et cetera. But yeah, never never a food fight. And high people. Yeah. I, yeah. And all, all you can eat soup and salad will bring that crowd in. Yes. It you will. can believe it. Oh, my God. Let's go to Olive Garden <laughs> and get breadsticks. Bread yes. Uh, exactly. This is a great idea. Let's get lots of breadsticks. All right. Okay, so you guys have got to hear this. Uh, there's an Arizona sheriff. His name is Mark Lamb. He is the sheriff of Pinal, Pinal County, Arizona. And he released a, a video yesterday in which he claims, this, this is the first I've heard this. Uh, actually, I, I, Hannity referenced this earlier, but when I say this is the first I've heard this, uh, I mean, this is the first I've heard a report that this is happening on our border. We know that when people come across our border, we're giving them cell phones and we're giving them, you know, bus passes and stuff like that. Uh, but this sheriff says we're giving them a whole lot more than that. Take a listen. Here's Sheriff Mark Lamb. Hey, folks, Sheriff Lamb here. So I got a truth bomb for you. You know, we see all these people coming across, mostly military age men coming from China, from Africa, from all over the world. Um, most of them not even being vetted when they come in here. But here's what's really going to bother you. When these folks come across and they're processed, they're being given a cell phone, a plane ticket to wherever they want to go in this country, so probably to a community near you, and a $5,000 visa card. So while this Christmas season, you're struggling to keep your lights on, uh, while you're struggling to pay your rent, put Christmas presents under the tree for your kids, we have our government giving people that came into this country illegally $5,000 gift cards. That's the truth, folks. God bless. Now, I've not been able to independently verify that, but is anybody surprised? Would anybody be surprised to learn that we're giving $5,000 gift cards? I don't know where you're from, but in my world, $5,000 is a lot of money. Maybe $5,000 is what you blow at Chipotle in the afternoon. I don't know. But $5,000 in my world is still a lot of money. And to think that we're giving $5,000 gift cards to people who are coming across the border illegally, uh, it, to me, is utterly insane.
it is as it it is more insane than sentencing somebody to two months of working in fast food. But it is still insane. I don't understand that. And the Biden administration, uh, if if this is true, uh, should be ashamed of themselves. And no wonder so many people are trying to get to the United States. We are an attractive nuisance. An attractive nuisance is a, is a legal term. Uh, and as it was described to me, because uh, I, you know, I had a pool built once. And at the time, I didn't have a fence around my yard. And the, the pool company described to me an attractive nuisance in legal terms and said, if you have a pool in your backyard and you don't put a fence around it, you have created what's called an attractive nuisance. Something that is dangerous that is also attractive. A swimming pool without a fence around it is dangerous and it's attractive. And if a little child comes along and falls into that pool and you don't have a fence, then you're on the hook and you're going you're gonna to lose your house. You're going to lose everything because a child fell into your attractive nuisance. Well, we have made the United States an attractive nuisance. It's not enough that we're giving out airline tickets, free food and shelter and hotel rooms to people who come to our country illegally. But we're also giving them $5,000. We are rewarding them. We have become the largest attractive nuisance on the face of the planet. We are the giant swimming pool without a fence around it. And everybody wants to come jump in. Hell, for $5,000, I'd like to leave the country and come back to get the $5,000. That is insane what the Biden administration is doing. Folks, that's your money. You know, it'd be one thing if it was Catholic Charities or if it was some other nonprofit organization that was doing this. But it's not. It's your money. It's taxpayer dollars. This is beyond belief. And honestly, if it wasn't a law enforcement official saying that, I, I would not believe it. It's impossible to believe. I don't want to believe it. 844-580-WDBO. It's 844 580 you can use the open mic and the WDBO app. Man, if, if ever there is a reason to vote for anybody but Joe Biden, this is it. It's, it's got to be anybody but Joe Biden. We cannot. This is not sustainable. This is not a sustainable path. This is not a sustainable solution for U.S. immigration policy. This is not sustainable. You know, Rush Limbaugh used to argue that instead of taxing the rich, we should tax the poor. Because if you tax the poor, it'll inspire them to stop being poor and, and to make more money. Now, of course, that never happened, and, and it certainly never will. But instead of paying people $5,000 to cross the border, these are people who paid coyotes to get here. We ought to be charging them to come into the club. There should be a cover charge. Not a cover payment. Y'all, we're a pretty cool club. We should be charging a cover charge and not giving out $5,000 payments for anybody who comes across our border. What What an ugly, attractive nuisance we are. I am embarrassed for the Biden administration. I'm embarrassed for the Department of Homeland Security the Department of Homeland Insecurity. I'm embarrassed for America. This is embarrassing. 844-580-WDBO or hit me up in the open mic in the WDBO app. We're also talking about the uh, woman who's been sentenced to two months working as a fast food worker. Steve is joining us from Leesburg. What's up, Steve? How are you, brother? Hey, how you doing? Very good. So. So I was just thinking when you said that, I was like, well, maybe the judge is just trying to give her a taste of her own medicine. 
and see what it's actually like to have to deal with people like her <laughs> on a daily basis. And and I agree with you. I and you're right. I mean, obviously, you know, for someone like me, as an example, who's never worked at a fast food restaurant, never worked in a restaurant, period. Um, uh, that would be an eye-opening experience, I'm certain, for me, and certainly f- for a woman who throws burrito bowls at employees. I mean, that's going to be an eye-opening experience. But don't you think that's insulting to the to the workers who work there with her? I mean, she's going to be surrounded by people who actually choose to work there, and she is forced to do so by a judge. Yeah, that, 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 you got a point there. It's just... Um Maybe maybe they would really treat her uh, really well <laughs> mm. and uh, give her some of the best jobs. I myself neither have worked at a at a restaurant. Uh, I'm not sure that I would even have the the cojones to be able to do it. Yeah, I don't think I'd have you the know, patience. It, it, yeah, yeah, I couldn't deal with people. <laughs> That's right. Fortunately, I I don't have to deal with people much. Bad enough, my coworkers, but yeah. Uh, yeah that's, that's just my thought. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate you listening. Drive safely. Thanks for your phone call. 844-580-WDBO. Hit me up in the open mic and the WDBO app. We'll get more of your calls and comments. Coming up next, stay right there. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Insightful. You tell the truth from your point of view. Entertaining. Man, that guy is a lot taller than me sounds on the radio. And engaging. When we hear you on the radio, it's a good thing. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. When these folks come across and they're processed, they're being given a cell phone, a plane ticket to wherever they want to go in this country, so probably to a community near you, and a $5,000 Visa card. Ha! Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Ah, Let's go to St. Cloud. Colleen is joining us at 844-580-WDBO. Hi, Colleen. Hey, Joe. How are you today? I'm taking crazy pills. How are you? Well, I think uh, Biden's taking those same pills. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to comment on, you know, as you're discussing, these people come across illegally, $5,000, airplane ticket, get to go wherever they want, uh, cell phone. And they also get free insurance, medical insurance. So here you have my husband and I, just like you, you know, you work, you have a job, and we are paying an astronomical price and I'm, and I'm for so, insurance. And I'm, I'm so sorry. How do you know that? How do, well, it has, I mean, that's been publicized. I've seen that before. Because we know that they'll get free health care uh, by simply Correct. showing up showing up at an emergency room. But you can get free health care right. by showing up at an emergency room. I mean, anybody can get free health care <laughs> by showing up at an emergency room and just not paying your bill. Um, well, that's true. Yeah. But the people that are true that pay their bills um, you know, we go by you. You're supposed to have insurance, and you know that's that's the proper way to do things. Um, but when you're coming across and getting free health care, and you know, I, I just it it really burns me <laughs> to hear all of this. They they keep getting so much more and more, and the Biden administration keeps giving and giving and giving. And like you said. The attractive nuisance is what we have created, and just it keeps growing day by day. It is. Uh, we really are. We're making it look more and more advantageous to illegally cross the border and come to the United States. I mean, at this point, Absolutely. we all ought to leave. We all ought to just pack up and leave the United States and come back in so that we can take advantage of the largesse that is being bestowed yeah. upon people who are doing so illegally. Colleen, love you. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate that. Lake Mary, we go. Beth is on the Joe Kelly Show. Hi, Beth. How are you? Beth, oh, we lost Beth. Oh, we lost Beth. No, no. You got to be kidding me on $5,000 to yeah. every illegal that comes in. Our homegrown patriots 
need $5,000 to help their families out during Christmas time. This is a BS. Yeah, we got homeless people here in the United States that could use $5,000. We got people who can't make rent next month that need $5,000. We got people who can't pay their car note next month that need $5,000. We've got people that are homeless veterans that could use $5,000. Hey, Joe, the insane part is where's the money coming from? Who's paying it? And who's paying for the cell phones? Where are they coming from? Who, who's paying for all this? Is it coming out of our taxpayers, our Social Security, our 401ks? It's crap. That should not be happening. Well, certainly not coming out of your 401ks. Uh, it is coming out of your federal income taxes. Uh, it's definitely coming out of your taxes. But it is not coming out of your 401ks. And uh, it is not a charity that is that is funding these cell phones. That's for sure. Wait, you just said what? Yeah. Five thousand dollars. Yeah. Dollars. That's right. For the illegal people coming across our borders. Well, the people, oh the people aren't illegal. They're illegal. The people are allowed to be. Gosh. Yeah. They're just give not... me the knitting needles. I'm going to stab myself in the eyes right now. I'm okay. done. All right. People are allowed to be. They're just not allowed to cross the border. So their actions, their actions are illegal. Uh, just by being, uh, that doesn't make them illegal. We're also talking about, if you're just joining the discussion here, we always talk about multiple things at once. We're like that. Uh, we often have multiple talk radio tabs open at the same time. Uh, and in Ohio, a woman, uh, in her mid thirties, uh, had a temper tantrum like an, like a child would, like a five year old would. And she threw a burrito bowl. At a uh, Chipotle workers, she threw a burrito bowl. You those things cost like what twenty bucks these days? They're expensive, yeah, especially if you get the steak. My goodness, and you get the guacamole as well. I mean, that costs extra for the guacamole. I skipped the queso. I skipped the queso. And so she chucked it at the Chipotle workers. So the judge has now sentenced her to uh, to work for two months at a fast food restaurant and one month. In jail. That's that's the sentence. So the lady gets thirty days in jail for throwing a burrito bowl, but yet the people that burn down the Wendy's don't get any jail time at all. That's right. Yeah the the man and woman who burned down the Wendy's uh, during the George Floyd riots in Fulton County, Georgia, where Donald Trump is being uh, prosecuted and persecuted. Uh, they have been sentenced to no jail time, 150 hours of community service and a and a $500 fine and a couple of years of probation. No jail time whatsoever for burning down a Wendy's. But a woman in her mid-30s in Ohio throws a burrito bowl at Chipotle workers and spends is going to have to spend 30 days in jail and 60 days working at a fast food joint. There is no justice. There is there is no justice, certainly not a balanced justice. There may be a two-tiered justice system, uh, but there is no justice to be had in the uh, the American justice, the American injustice system. My name is Joe Kelly. You can join the discussion at 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. You can use the open mic in the WDBO app. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, is talking about genital inspections. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, what? Hang on. We'll get into genital inspections. Coming up next. Y'all don't want to go anywhere. I promise you. It's next. This is WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Orlando's News and Talk. Breaking news to lively debates, covering the issues that matter to you. I make it a point to listen to Joe Kelly when I need to fully understand what's happening in the news. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. Yeah, so we got a woman in Ohio who lost her temper. She had a temper tantrum like a child while in line at a Chipotle. A Chipototal, Chipotle. And she uh, threw a burrito bowl at, at the employees there. And now uh, she has been sentenced to 30 days in jail and 60 days working at a fast food restaurant. And we had a comment from one of our callers 
who said that that's a bigger penalty than the two people who burned down the Wendy's uh, in Georgia following a, a riot there. So, yeah, the the two people that were sentenced in Fulton County, which is, again, where Donald Trump is being prosecuted and persecuted, uh, they have been given a $500 fine, no jail time, and 150 hours of community service <clears throat> for burning down a Wendy's. This woman threw a burrito bowl, and she's going to spend a month in jail. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, this, as Joe Biggs, uh, one of the Proud Boy members, Joe Biggs is going to spend 17 years in a federal prison in a January 6th seditious conspiracy case. Now get this, as part of the case, uh, Briggs tore down a fence that stood between the police and the rioters, qualifying him for terrorism sentencing enhancement sought by prosecutors. Destroying the fence was a deliberate, meaningful step So Joe Biggs destroyed a fence and that enhanced his prison sentence to 17 years. Years! This woman threw a burrito bowl. She's going to spend 30 days. Meanwhile, if you burn down a Wendy's in Fulton County, Georgia, you get a slap on the wrist. A $500 fine. $500 fine. They just file this way. I've got a special file where I keep those reports. Ha! Ah! All right, 844-580-WDBO. It's 844-580-9326. Let's talk about genital inspections, shall we? Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Y'all might know her as AOC. I'm not going to play her voice. It's like nails on a chalkboard. She has warned that banning trans women from women's sports could result in all participants facing genital examinations. Oh, for the love of Pete. There is no possible way that's going to happen. But that won't stop people like AOC from ringing the alarm bell. From being chicken little, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. She said, we're talking about opening up all women and girls to genital examinations when they're underage, potentially just because someone can point to something and say, I don't think you're a girl. I seem to recall in one of the very, very brief seasons in which I played sports, Greg Rhodes, you know I don't do sports. I'm not a sports guy. They've been well documented, your, uh, your illustrious seasons. Yes. I played one, one season of eighth grade football where I may have played in one or two plays the entire season. Uh, and I played uh, ice hockey for a season. I was a very good skater. I would have been a better speed skater than a I wasn't aggressive enough for hockey. I got hit with a puck once and I said, that's it, I'm done. But I seem to recall when you're in some of those leagues, they check your birth certificate because you got to, you know, if you're like in a 10 and under league, you've you got to, when you show up for registration, you bring your birth certificate. You got it. Well, birth certificates are supposed to identify the sex you were born with, the gender you were born with. That's all we need to do. And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, say what you want about her. She's not stupid. She's lying. She's using hyperbole. She's using hyperbole to scare people. Oh my gosh, they're going to make my daughter drop her pants in the middle of a track meet. For a genital inspection. No, they're not going to do that. And if they do, they will be charged criminally with sexual assault or something along those lines. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez lying to the American people 
so that men can play women's sports. What's the point in having Title IX? We can get rid of Title IX now. Now, in other stories, uh, House Speaker Mike Johnson. House Speaker Mike Johnson uh, is in the process of releasing 44,000 hours of video from January 6th. 44,000 hours. We did the math on that, didn't we, Greg? That's over five years of video. Two and a half if you uh, double it up on YouTube, That's right. right. If you're running at double speed, which that just confuses me, running at a double speed. <clears throat> like an re- Alvin and Chipmunks album. Right. But the reason why they haven't released all 44,000 hours of video yet is they're blurring the faces of the rioters so that they don't get charged. I, I am really confused now. Allow me to pause while I scratch my head. So you're telling me that the Department of Justice doesn't have copies of these videos already? How, how have they been charging people? Have they only been charging people based upon videos released by the Democrats when they held their investigation? When they had leadership power in the U.S. House? Are you telling me that the Department of Justice only had videos released by Democrats? That the Department of Justice didn't demand all 44,000 hours of videos? So you're telling me that there could be videos that exonerate some of the people who've been prosecuted? Some of the people who've been serving jail time? And I'm sorry, but I disagree with Mike Johnson, the Republican speaker. I don't think you should be blurring the faces of the rioters. I think their faces should be completely visible. Whether they did something right or something wrong, something good or something bad. Whether they can be convicted or they can be exonerated. I always err on the side of transparency. There is no expectation of privacy in the United States Capitol. None. You have an expectation of privacy at your home. In your home with your blinds closed. You have an expectation of privacy there. There is no expectation of privacy in the United States Capitol. I disagree with the House Speaker's decision to blur the video of 44,000 hours of video from January 6th. Tell me where I'm wrong. 844-580-WDBO or use the open mic in the WDBO app. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. The Joe Kelly Show on WDBO. Orange, Seminole, Osceola, and all of Central Florida. Join the conversation now by using the open mic in the WDBO app. Now, the Joe Kelly Show on Orlando's News and Talk, WDBO. All right, lady in Ohio, mid-30s, she goes into a Chipotle and she has a temper tantrum. And she takes the burrito bowl and throws it into the face of the Chipotle workers. Uh, A judge named Gilligan has sentenced her... has sentenced her to 30 days in jail and 60 days of working at a fast food restaurant. Hey, Joe, this is Kathy from Deltona. Regarding the Chipotle incident, I agree with the guy that called in. I think it's a unique and innovative situation um, or punishment where I'm not having to pay for her other two months in jail. She's getting a taste of what it's like to be on the other side of the counter. I don't think it's demeaning to the people that work there. I think it's hopefully showing her how hard they have to work and what they have to put up with. Um, And my tax dollars aren't coming out for other two months in jail like uh, it would be for immigrants. Well, for what it's worth, it's Ohio and and it's not coming out of your taxpayer dollars anyway, as it's not here in uh, Florida. Hey, Joe. Love the show. Thanks, man. Two things. That $5,000 is an insult to each and every one of us. I totally agree with you, and I'm furious. Now, in regards to the lady with the burrito as well, she shouldn't be working there. She should do the 90 days in jail. But she also should have gone to Burrito King, which they do amazing. Two pounds burritos. Build it as you want, as much as you mean as I'm sorry. Hang on. We, we, the, 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 there's only 30 seconds allowed in the open mic, so I didn't cut him off. He ran out of time. 
You ran out of time, right? He's just started talking about Burrito King. I, I need to know more about Burrito King. I, I looked up Burrito King, and I can only find one in Urbana, Illinois. Are y'all aware of a bur- of a Burrito King here in the Orlando area in Central Florida? No. I would like a Burrito King. I, I would have. I'm not a big fan of Chipotle or the other place. What's the other place? Moe's, and it's amazing. Actually, Moe's, I don't. Moe's, I, I like. I, I think Moe's is okay, but there's a there's there's a third place then. Qdoba? Qdoba, thank you. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Chipotle or Qdoba, but Moe's, oh, now, uh, dang it. I like to stay local. I'll go to Gringo's. Uh, I like gr- Gringo's, Locos, Tacos are good. Um, certainly in downtown Orlando, there's tacos on every street corner. You can get so many different tacos uh, in downtown Orlando. Uh, but this, and there's some good taco trucks. And I looked again, I looked up Burrito King and there's some taco trucks. Uh, but I, but I'm not seeing any here in the Orlando area. Uh, by the way, the weather is so cool and nice. Y'all sleep with windows open. I hope as best I can, we've got the little one in the house. So it gets a little too chilly for him. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Uh, but uh, it's 56 degrees right now, and it's going to drop down really chilly tonight. So uh, we'll have the windows open to be sure, but uh, blankets on just in case. Because I love going to bed when it's super-duper cold. I just don't like waking up when it's super-duper cold, and you don't want to get out of bed, right? It's like, could you get out of bed and close the windows? No, could you get out of bed and close the windows? Have a great night. The debate is later tonight. You'll have the highlights coming up tomorrow morning on Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez.